It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello. Hello. Got something in my nose, it's pissing me off, I've got it. I've got something at my nose, in my throat, in my lungs. Whoa, 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 whoa she's in the room. Oh, I feel very pale today. I feel like my complexion is, uh, I mean, obviously I'm pale all the time, but I feel extra pale. I was gonna, I'm just going to look at my face in comparison. You look really good. It's this light. It's absolutely it's nothing just, to do with my face. It it's is just natural light, light darling. It, so I sit here, I tell my therapy, and even my therapist the other day was like, you look very well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, well, physically maybe, but mentally, no. I mentally, do not I'm look well. shit. <laughs> mentally, I'm very unwell. Um, how are you? I uh, um I'm I have a cold. So oh I'd say the winter you know, bug. I've got a winter bug. My daughter's not been well. My daughter feels weird saying that, Edith. Mm. Um she's not been well. She's passed it on to me. Fantastic. So yeah, just the the next thing in the in the stream of diseases that I've been handed down by my delightful children. Oh my Christ, you're really at it, aren't you? Bum yeah, worms, I've had no worms, worms, sickness, and now a cold. Okay, now. So I feel like this is the worst one because it's just really floored me. Uh, for me, the sickness without a shadow of a doubt would be worse than anything else that anyone could hand me. Yeah, but you know what, though? You know that it's really short-lived. You know, like, tomorrow, this time tomorrow, I'll probably be fine. Whereas with a cold, you know, you're like, oh, God, I still feel like this when you wake yeah, up. I get shit. it. It's just, yeah. even though it's short-lived, I panic so bad when I'm sick. I'm not a fun <clears> person <throat> to be around when I'm sick. No. I, Steve yeah, can concur. Not, I it's panic not my a lot. Favorite. It's not my favourite. Not um, up there. Generally yeah. speaking, just any illness, not up there. <laughs> not up there, no thank Do you. Know you. What, I, I, what we should start, and I we did a couple of years ago and we've fallen out of it, as in Steve and I have, and needs to get back into it, is drinking echinacea every morning. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. oh yeah! Oh well, yeah. That's yes. what we need to do because echinacea is really good for the immune system. That's correct. I I haven't done that either, but I think you can um just yeah you can do it every every day or if you start if you start to feel something coming yeah just generally speaking if you want to support a healthy immune system you should do it every day but I've otherwise do it when you're poorly yeah mm. we've got it as well it's just ugh. it's one I, of those you know I really hate the taste of it me too I don't like oh. anything that tastes like flowers it's, it's just gross, gross isn't it I like yeah. elderflower that's it yeah, I, I think it puts me off taking it it literally tastes like someone's got petals out of my back garden put it in some boiling water and like then, that like, rose perfume served. you used to make and you were little oh, tastes like God, that yeah. oh, I don't even God. like you know how some people like the taste of rose I can't even bear that I only like I do have, make a very nice pudding that's got some rose essence in it I'm and out. it's like I am out oh, it's so, really to me good. it reminds me pudding. of an old lady's fanny I just oh, hate God, it what you mean? It's so horrible. It's just really, yeah. It I might do be nursing homes. Yes, it's got that kind why. of whiff. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's, it's like, not even that. It's the taste. It's very cerebral. Even lavender a little bit. I do like lavender, but it has got an old lady sort of vibe, hasn't it? We can't have lavender in the house based on that. Steve hates it. Does he really? Oh, my he God. Absolutely, he has such a massive disdain for lavender. It's actually quite, yeah, scary. Because how... I'm such a insomniac sleep hoe. Um, I have a lot of lavender-based products in this house, just mm. in a sort of futile, actually, attempt. Yeah, because they don't work. <laughs> <laughs> to go to sleep. I love it. Every time I talk about 
um, sleep on Instagram, my own, all the kids, I always get the same billion messages of like, have you tried XX? I'm like, I'm sorry. I haven't slept for seven years, love. Do yeah, you, do you think, think I haven't? That I haven't tried that. I've fucking. I would tried try it all. heroin at this point if I thought it would. Oh work. my god! If it just let me just have a nice little sleep, sleep. without getting woken up, that would be. So I love the idea fantastic. of heroin. I just think, God, how lovely just to be so oh, chill. Lovely, how lovely. Steve says it's quite Moorish. So <laughs> has he had it? No, I was going to say, Jesus Christ! Steve's what like a heroin addict to you. No, but you know, some people can do it and just be very functioning. No, I know somebody, I don't know, I know of him. You would not have a fucking clue that he was a heroin addict. Yeah. He's a functioning heroin addict and you, yeah, absolutely not a fucking sausage of a clue. Mate, than it's the same as a bit of a naughty boy, isn't it? He's a bit you know, of a naughty boy. You can be a functioning addict and no one know. That's the uh, sort of dangerous ground that is... Addiction. Well, I can right. confirm Steve's not a drug addict. No, so. okay, good. All right, we just yeah, clear that up. Get, just get that, clear that up. <laughs> well, that rumor mill, rumor mill starts going. Um, do you want to know uh, something? A couple of things that happened to me yes. this week. Go on. So I went to Hull. Never been yeah. to Hull before. Did a performance. I got my Maggie, my lovely Maggie, who's my rep that comes with me everywhere. She booked me a hotel, and she said, Laura. <laughs> I've gone fancy oh. So I thought it would be nice to put you up In a really nice hotel It's further away from the train station But your train isn't until the following morning So I think it's like a golf club And I was like oh, okay this sounds really nice She was like it's got a spa So she said bring your own swimming costume I mean there's no chance Because obviously I'm just literally going there to sleep so I get to the hotel and initially when I walk through the doors, I'm like, oh yeah, this does look nice. And then as I get closer to reception, I think, this is looking a bit dated. Oh no. Victoria Eames. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to my room. Um, the the bathroom. Have you ever seen The Shining? Yeah. Of you know the bath that that woman gets herself out of the, yeah. the corpse. That I would say that bathroom was very reminiscent of that. <laughs> oh my god, really? That was an alarm bell. Um, but then I, as I walked further into the bedroom <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this place is awful. This place is so bad. It's terrible. I then hear the guy next door and he's talking on the phone and I, it, the walls are so thin that I can hear the person on the telephone. Oh my God. I then hear him go, all right, bye. I'm going to go. <laughs> he puts on match of the day. I can hear everything. He then starts masturbating. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. Not, not too much of the day. No, because it, he was just like, oh. Oh. Uh, oh. And you're like, I know you're on your own because I just on the phone to your partner. Oh, my God. I met, I'm messaging Maggie like you would not fucking believe this. I was like, oh, oh, where what, have you what, put me? What part of fucking redneck bumfuck have you put me? <laughs> like, this is insane. So she says, you need to dial down to reception now. This is not good enough. I pick up the phone <laughs> and zero, the, the main button that generally you need to call any number, but also dial down to reception doesn't work. Oh, good. Fantastic. So I can't dial down. So I message Maggie back and I go, 
funny story. <laughs> He's still masturbating. I've just heard that Fulham won and zero doesn't work. So she then calls and the most awkward situation ever because the front of house walks up. I hear him knock the door. I hear the guy get up off the bed. And then I hear the guy say, you know, TV's a bit loud. You need to turn it down. He goes, all right, yeah, no worries. And he turns the TV down. I just, yeah, that that was an experience. Oh, my God. So Can you even got believe it? front of house to go and tell that man to stop masturbating so loudly. <laughs> she was like, you need to ask him to upgrade. I was like, Maki, I just want to sleep. Also, I don't think there is an upgrade at this place. No. <laughs> I'm scared of what the upgrade is. This might is the most like. upgraded that I'm ever going to be right now. Yeah. And oh, the, the, God. the taps were very 1970s. Yeah. To the point where I wouldn't be able to tell you which one was hot and cold because the, oh, it God. rubbed off. I, this, is the, this is the sort of, was it clean? Oh, no, she's hesitating. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure it was. I, I'm sure. Would you Are want you know... a fluorescent light in there? Are you no, be like, no, no, because then the following morning, as I was leaving, and I got to the elevator and I pressed the elevator button, and I just glanced down, and there was a rug covering, random rug, just covering the, and there was just an edge of the stone. Now it was either a leak or it was blood, but I didn't oh want to. My... I didn't want to know. God, just <laughs> get me out of it. I find so... that. So um, <laughs> just triggering is the word. Uh, for me, some of the hotels I stayed in on my tour have been, some of them have been really lovely and then others have been like that. Edinburgh, I mean, that was terrifying. Really? When I stayed, yeah, the one I, the, I stayed in the Yotel, which was amazing, but the night before I'd stayed in another one, the door didn't properly lock. Oh, so God. I had yeah, to like just good. jam it round until it could lock enough. And there were like four beds in the room. It's like, I don't need what one. What is this? Where am I? I'm, I'm almost becoming accustomed to the fact that my standards are exceptionally low. Well, yeah, I, that's, yeah, I couldn't. I, I mean, my my clean thing gets triggered quite easily anyway. Yeah, you wouldn't have liked Edinburgh. No, or no. this one that you're talking about with the yeah, no, I would say door. Edinburgh was worse. I mean, obviously for noise pollution, this one, Hull was awful. Edinburgh. <laughs> noise pollution. Wanking pollution. Wanking pollution, yeah. <laughs> so that was my week. Oh, lovely. Isn't that fun? This is nice and relaxing. Lovely break. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't go to the spa. God knows what you would have found down there. Pubes, definitely. Pubes, pubes, yeah. pubes. I, I'm trying to think if I've had any really bad um, sort of holiday let experiences. I'm sure I have. I seem to remember That's one, yeah, going to one where we turned up and it was actually the establishment was closed and it was like, nice. oh, where are we staying? <laughs> Three hours later, waiting in a car park, the sort of owner who was clearly an alcoholic and hungover opened up and then let us in. And we had a similar thing. There was a hole in the door. That was like t- the size of a 50 pence piece. Oh, a penis. Yeah, actually, some, you know, if you weren't that girthy, you could have slipped it through. But that was in our door. So, and then I went to make a um, cup of tea and they had like the UHT milk. Oh, Lord. And it was just a pot of mold and had a maggot in it. Oh, stop. You're yeah. lying. That is and not. This when I was I really young. So, you know, you're like, you know, when you're younger, like, you just wouldn't have complained about anything because no. you just, I don't know, you just don't have the confidence or you're just scared of what the outcome would be. So, I didn't complain. Oh, dear. There are a few that I could tell about when me and Rob went on that honeymoon and we went to that cooking lesson. Did I tell that? I'm sure I told that story, didn't I? Probably, but I've forgotten. Where there were ants all over the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 
Oh my god! Oh my god! I actually thought I was going to die. Cooking lesson—that's so random. Because I like cooking, and I and then so we went to on our honeymoon to Sri Lanka. We did the like, oh in Sri Lanka. Sorry, yeah. I thought we in like London. No, 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 no. It was like a, it was like one of those things. Like, oh, oh let's do this. Yeah, and uh, so we had a driver who drove us around Sri Lanka. It was amazing. He was lovely. He had a brilliant holiday. Um, but he was like, oh, let's do a cooking lesson with my friend. And so we were like, yeah, sure, let's do it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. And basically drove us somewhere that we were like, are we going to be murdered? Because it, like <laughs> it was like the jungle. It was just the jungle. <laughs> and then we had to walk down a disused railway track to get to her house. Fuck off. And then got How there. And, there... Oh, no, and then there was, like, there was an Alsatian going absolutely mental in the house. <laughs> And um, they were like, oh, don't worry. We're just going to put him in another room and lock him away. But you could just literally the door was like thudding of where the cessation was because it was jumping against the door, just going oh, absolutely God. mad. I can only imagine your face throughout all of so that. I was so scared. And then, and then, I mean, like, the driver was so lovely. We totally trusted him as well. But, you know, you're just suddenly like, this is definitely a weird situation. <laughs> Why and am then, I here? Um, yeah, and then the kitchen was, um, yeah, there was just ants climbing over everything and just as she was like putting in the spices and stuff she was literally flicking ants off the oh. spice pots which was like were they big ants as well I they're bet they were big massive ants. yeah and then they yeah made food and what was so hilarious actually in amongst all of this was that her whole family were there and they were absolutely lovely and so welcoming they basically were convinced that rob was joey from friends <laughs> The whole time that we were in Sri Lanka, everyone, when they saw him, were like, Joey, Joey, Joey from Friends, Joey. Like, just doesn't even remotely look like Joey, does it? don't understand how I've never heard this. But then this is the best bit. They were so excited about it that that they (laughs) Skyped their family and made Rob go on a Skype call with... (laughs) (laughs) They made Rob go on a Skype call (laughs) to the whole family who didn't speak a word of English either. And, And likewise, we didn't speak their language either. But they just had like, to show show them that Joey from Friends was out of the house having a cooking lesson. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting experience. Oh my god, that is so good. You have the best fucking stories. You just do. <laughs> like I think weird stuff happens to me, but you always manage to top it. Like that's just exciting. Oh god, Joey. Do you know what? The food was delicious it look in the like end. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> but so it was just a lot with the Alsatian losing its mind <laughs> the, the in the door next tracks, to us. The, the train tracks. Basically being taken down an abandoned train track. So and the fact that you were like, okay, yay, let's okay, go. Let's go. And then the ants. I mean, the ants are nothing in comparison to the rest of the fucking story. Oh, no. The, my favourite bit is definitely the Joey bit. We've got it everywhere. Fucking they just Skype'd honestly like... They're family. It seems like... Everyone thought, yeah, like every hotel we went to, every restaurant, everything, they'd be like, I'm trying to think of when you got married. You didn't. 2015, mate, you didn't look that different. No. he Maybe he was a bit more like hench because Joey, Joey's quite like, you know, he's got quite, he's quite beefy, isn't he? Muscles and that. 
Yeah. I don't think Rob was though. I just can't think. I think maybe it's just the dark. It's literally the dark hair and the beard. That's it. Oh God, that's really fucking up. It is my asthma inhaler. That's so funny. (laughs) And then I'll tell you the other thing that we did. We went to this like, um, we did loads (laughs) of things, like probably quite touristy things, but we went to this garden and it was all herbs and things that would be used as natural medicine. And the guy showing us round was just like, he basically absolutely ragged on me for everything about the fucking varicose veins. And I was like, can you stop insulting me? Mate, you pointed at everything wrong with me. Everything. And by the time I left, I was like, I've now got body dysmorphia. Because it's just... It's like everything. My varicose veins, my pale skin, my freckles, my bad eyes, because I was wearing my glasses. Thanks very much. Oh, oh my um, God. What else is my, my pigmentation, my my scars. Like, it didn't say a single thing to Rob other than, are you Joey from Friends? <laughs> but me. Oh, dear. I really wish you. <laughs> Honestly, we were laughing so much by the end of it. Rob, Rob just thought the whole thing was at, at, like, utterly hilarious because he completely honed in on me and just like, <laughs> this who's this weird, pale English woman who has no pigmentation in her skin? She needs all the, she needs all the herbs in the world. <laughs> so many things happened on that holiday. It was just one thing after the other. It was so oh, funny, though. Dear. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna go to this fucking school meeting and watch. She's been crying. <laughs> oh dear! Right, should we have a little oh. story? Oh god, Vic, let's have a story. She really we? have made me chuckle today. Ow. Okay, I've got a story. I haven't read it, but let's just throw it into the wind. Please keep me anonymous, darling. We always keep you anonymous. Don't worry. I have a dilemma. I bought a toy from your website last year. I've had fun with it solo and with my husband. This isn't the dilemma. Mm. We're moving countries. Husband went three weeks ago. I'm heading over this weekend. We're moving where we are moving to. Sex toys are illegal. So do I pack it currently wrapped in my short wedding dress in a dust bag um and risk my bags being searched at the airport when I land my husband's bag was and facing whatever consequences are thrown at me hopefully only a slap on the wrist and not deportation in prison leave it yeah for a dildo (laughs) leave it with my belongings left at my parents house for them to accidentally discover or throw it out but don't want to let let it end up in landfill love the podcast Oh my god! I'm always going to say know. try and smuggle it in. I I'm mean, is that that is that illegal? My sex life would be awful without yeah. a sex toy. But also, what one is it? Because if it's the rose, I reckon you could just get away with being like, yeah. Or even if it's a clip sucker, you could be like, it's my face massager. Yeah, exactly. You can I say, think oh, she should risk how... it and say that. I palm on my face with it. Yeah, this is what keeps me looking young and youthful. Is... Yeah. I did buy a face massager and I am pretty convinced that it's probably as effective as me using the clit sucker on my face. It's so shit. I'm like, what is this? I'm such a sucker though. I saw it on TikTok. Literally. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I was like, oh, yeah, it's good. And I got it and I was like, this is this is like rubbing a vibrator on my face. This is not I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to say we're both saying smuggle the contraband. Yes, Worst do it. case scenario, all they're going to do is take it off you. Yeah. 
And then you can just say dildos were illegal in some countries. No. Well, no, I didn't know that. But then it doesn't really surprise me because, you know, women's rights aren't as uh, sort of progressive in other places, are they, in the world? No, but that's very, that really upsets me. Well, how are they policing that as well? You know, they're like knocking on doors and be like, hello, we've come to do our weekly search of dildo. (laughs) With a dildo department of the the police. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But how would you get them? Obviously, there's a black market for dildos, isn't there? There must be. Always. Maybe it's because it's illegal to buy them out there. But what but if it's like you say, there must be black market traders. Yeah, of course. Come on. If there's a market for it, there's, if there's, a, market there's a supply. For, for drugs, there's got yeah. to be a market for dildos. It's the same for anything, isn't it? Anything that brings anyone any fucking pleasure and joy. Yeah. But that, yeah, that I would just take the risk. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't even fucking question it. Take it, mate. Put your bean first, babes. Bean first, bean first, law second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if they say, what are you doing with this? Say, knee, uh, knee deep in life and Victoria Eames said. Yeah. AKA, right. no holes barred. And then we'll get arrested. Yeah. For Slap being perverted, perverters of judge, ju- justice. justice yeah. Perverts of justice. That's what we are. Of justice yeah. By being perverts. <laughs> sexual perverts. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's a really sad day. That is. Be like, can we not move there, please? I wouldn't want to move there based on that information alone. I wouldn't be. Able, we wouldn't be able to move anyway because we'd get caught out immediately. We've got about twenty five thousand fucking Mate, sex it toys takes between one the two fucking of us. Suitcase just to take what I've got upstairs. Yeah, that's out. right. I know. Well, yeah, we've talked about this extensively when you go away yeah. for a weekend. All that. Remember that couple that actually took the whole suitcase of sex yeah. toys with them, and then they, like, they had all the apparatus out. Didn't They'd they? be screwed. <laughs> they would be fucked. <laughs> Um, right, let's see if I've got something in here. Uh, there's been a this has been a hilarious typo in a local newsletter to you. Someone yeah. sent it to me. Yeah, it's in the uh, Pompeii in the community. That's where uh-huh. you live, isn't it? Pompeii, Pom- oh, not Pompeii. Pompeii. It's not the fucking ancient <laughs> Greece. <laughs> Pompeii, Pompeii. <laughs> this is Pompeii, by Pompeii ITC. Listen to this. Get yourself in the festive spirit. And join all these people, whatever, at Fratton Park for the Pompey Christmas sing along. And then it says what's happening. And they've done a, a very <laughs> hilarious typo. <laughs> Children can fist Father Christmas in his grotto. And there is a competition for the best fancy dress. <laughs> that's in a public newsletter that's gone out in your local area. <laughs> That's great. Confessed Father Christmas. Come and fist Father Christmas. There's nothing more festive than fisting Father fisting Christmas. Fisting Santa. Fisting his sack. Are you, where are you at in the, oh, if small ears are listening, definitely tell us off now, in the Father Christmas belief sort of journey? Have you, just, what, is it over? Oh, what, my kid? No, 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 it's not over. It's over for Elliot. Okay. Um, but he's but complicit not in the lie. He's complicit in the lie, yeah. Good. So, um, but... Uh, no, Toby is 100% captivated. What, what age do they stop it? I think it very much depends on the children. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you doing Elf on the Shelf, Laura? Oh, mate. I oh do Elf my on the Shelf. God. I can't. But the thing is, I don't, we, don't have the, we don't have the shop-bought Elf. We have a special Elf because the kids obviously... Never, we didn't want them to think that they got one from the supermarket. Ours is genuinely from Lapland. Right. So what is it? 
It's just another elf, but it doesn't look like elf on the shelf. It's a different kind of elf. So, what do you do with it, mate? I'll be honest with you. Invariably, chuck it at the tree twenty minutes before they're due to come down in the mornings because we've forgotten about it. Okay. But I saw this absolutely fucking hilarious video of a uh, parents coming down the stairs and their two children were hysterically crying. One was on the floor. One was leaning over the table like something awful had happened. The dog had got hold of the fucking <laughs> elf. There was one leg and just like the fucking half a corpse, like the corpse of the body of the elf left. Couldn't <laughs> see the dog. It was so Oh funny. my God, that's so funny. I mean, it's so fucking traumatising, isn't it? But it's so also, fucking yeah. brilliantly funny. How did I not know that you did that? You've kept well, the thing is, we me. started it. We started it when Toby was a newborn baby. We oh thought it was God, a good you're idea. Like pre, yeah, pre shelf on the elf. Then, the, the, yeah, shelf on the elf, elf on the <laughs> shelf, elf on the shelf. Does it? Yeah. Um, does it do yeah. different stuff then every night? Your one? Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. As the days go on, it becomes a lot more basic. Yeah, very basic. I'm going to say scraping the barrel basic. Yeah. <laughs> and also, if I'm if I'm being honest and put my hand in my heart, I make Steve do it. Oh, do you? I That's barely do it. Yeah. I barely do it. Yeah. Yes. And then I like he'll come upstairs and get into bed and he'll be like, oh, the fucking half. And I'll be like, oh, got it. Go on, then See, off you yeah. go. go on, go do go something on, go with sort it. it out. What's your most ambitious thing that you've done with it? Um, I taped, you know, like the glitter curtains, like the strand things, taped those to each of the boys' bedroom doors. And then got um, like ribbon and sellotape it all from the ceiling. But um, I scared Elliot significantly about the fact that that Buddy came up the stairs, so um, we stopped doing that. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like my my kids can cope with the concept of that. I no. mean, I, I have to say, like, even yeah, even Santa, like Edith keeps saying on Christmas Eve, she's like, "Oh, I'm scared of him." Yeah, I, I don't think... really want him to come in. And I was like, "Okay, well, you can just leave the presents outside the ha- front of the house because it is like when you think about it, a like the weird, big, strange, bearded man coming into I the know. house. Praying he's not a pedophile. I mean, that's basically know? what that's it is. That's it. We're yeah. like, are you D- DBS checked? Is it DBS? My, yeah, yeah. But my kids are the same. They're like, yeah, I'm so excited, but I'm really terrified. Why is there a strange man coming into the house? We don't ever let anyone come into the house that we don't know. Yay. He's going to bring us presents. Please don't kill me. So like, I was asked a few times. Oh, he said it. He's actually said a few times, Santa's not real. But then he'll be like, do you believe in Santa, mommy? And I'm like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really quick and easy answer for me when the kids say, do you believe? And I go, yes. Yeah. I'm a big believer in Father Christmas. I think you can believe in it. The you magic. can believe in something without it being real. Do you know what I mean? Like, you Yeah, know. for me, it's like, it is the magic. Seeing the way that they are, that magic I love. Like I yeah, love seeing how pure it is. Apparently now there's like a definite wave of like not telling kids about Santa Claus and being like, no, it is not real. I just, I'm not, in, I'm not into that. No, I'm not into that. And you know what? If you want to do that, that's absolutely fine. And what you do, you, babes. But I think that there's a level of innocence that children are entitled to have as kids. But also, like, they're they're so... Like this whole don't lie to them. It's like, mate, I lie to them about the fact that, you know, when mummy's keeping the door shut, it's because she's doing washing. It's not because Danny's fucking her from behind. So, you know, (laughs) there's lots of things I lie to them about to keep them safe. God, yeah, I, I just also think that kids love being immersed in imaginative play. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, a it's just an extension of, of play. Isn't it? 
Yeah. Of course it is. And I think it's really It's good. not going to fucking hurt. Like, my no. kids are not going to go on to be fucking drug dealers because of the fact they believed to Father Christmas until they were 10. Yeah. And I think about when I found out, I think by the time you find out, you're kind of like, you're not disappointed. You're just like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. That's not, that's, yeah. that's not real. Because you're then, at a level of And also, you? you're old enough to go, oh, it's not going to make an ounce of difference. I'm still going to get presents. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's literally <laughs> all you care about. That's all you should care about at Christmas when you're a kid. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh my God, I want my children to be grateful. I want them to be grateful, but I also want them to be very typical of an average child. And that is, to just be so pumped that they're getting Christmas presents. Yeah, exactly. I think it's such a pretentious cunt thing to go like, no, my it's children... It's gratitude and sharing. Yeah, and my children, they don't even care about their gifts. Sometimes it takes them five days to open all of their presents. No, because... fuck. Oh, no, they, yeah, whatever. No, not in this house. That is such a lie. It, you know, and like, also, it's because lying. you force them to do that, because you want them. It's like, ah, 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 ah. are you grateful? Yeah. Who got it for you? What did you get? Have you opened it? Have you looked at it? So fuck off. Just let them be kids. Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. Absolute bollocks. (laughs) When they're older, they can have that appreciation because they're surrounded by adults that also practice that. But for now, just be kids. Practice not being a cunt and then that will transcend into your kids not being cunts. Hopefully. Well, you know, we can't have it all, can we? (laughs) We're gonna to have to cut this a bit short today because well, I've have got to cut a bit short. It, Laura's got a skedaddle. Okay, um, okay. So if you want to keep sending us your stories, you know the score, any other business, you can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com. And what else can they do, Laura? They can head on over to our Instagram page at noholesbard podcast. And can I just say, Victoria, I am on the countdown of five days until my children are off for Christmas holidays. Oh, mate, yours ends on Friday, doesn't it? Ours ends on Friday. I said to Elliot this morning, he was like, when do do I go back to school after Christmas if I'm finishing on Friday? I said, you go back to school on the second. And he went, well, surely they're not going to make us go in at normal time. I was like, yeah. Yeah, But that's just after New Year. And I went, yeah, "Yeah, I know, mate. Sucks, doesn't it? (laughs) That's not life. for me though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get used to it. This is the beginnings of adulthood. And if you're lucky, you might get New Year's Day off. Otherwise, if you're in some establishments, you'll have to fucking work it. <laughs> like this is this is what it's like. It's, oh, it shit, sucks it? being an adult. Yeah, big time. Um, right, well, that's it then, isn't it? We don't have anything this else is... to save, any significance, mm. any lost passing. Any passing words. words. Good um, luck with the old dildo smuggle. Yeah, she could just smuggle it in inside her, unless they do one of those three D. Oh body no, she definitely go through the body scan. Yeah, and then you're screwed. Or you could be like, it's just a massive tampon. I got a really heavy flight. <laughs> just attach uh, a string to the end of it. Somebody I know, they went for an MRI scan. I actually know her. Brilliant story. And uh, the uh, the medical notes that came back from her MRI scan of the uh, gynecologist, male gynecologist. This is typical. He said. Um, a uh, patient appeared to have goblet inside her anus or it was a fucking men cut fucking goblet, goblet. In, inside it believed to be inside her anus or oh my god so she had a medieval goblet <laughs> yeah i said what did they think she you were a fucking witch that's so funny a what goblet a up your anus why yeah, a goblet is a, like a cup it's a fucking <laughs> like actual jeweled cup I know. How That's brilliant so is that? hilarious. And, and also terrifying that a gynecologist didn't know that. Yeah, it said it was up her bum. Great. Yeah. 
yeah well oh, done have mercy right, on that note uh yeah, see, that you see you next tuesday see you next tuesday bitches Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.